This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so we teased it enough. Let's get to our yeah. favorite play in the NFL this weekend. Big six. All right, so we did a good job of leading into this pick, PJ, because I feel like it is a great example of the line of thinking that you normally exhibit in your pick. So who do you like? So we teased it. I really like the Arizona Cardinals this week, plus four and a half. Chelsea, I think it's a great spot for them. Mostly this spot is all about fading Houston. A young team like that coming off a big emotional win against Cincinnati, right? Going nuts in the locker room. Stroud's getting all this MVP love from all kind of shows across all networks. And I just think about like when Brock Purdy had a great game against Dallas, and that was a big emotional win for the Niners. And he was amongst all these MVP talks and everybody has him in these conversations. And then he goes on the road the next week and lays a dud against the Browns. And then as 10-point favorites, completely out of the conversation. So I just think it's a good spot for Arizona. And they're healthy. Kyler Murray's back. James Conner's back. And you want to back Kyler Murray as a dog. He's 21-12-2. ATS is a dog in his career. He's 16-8 and as a road underdog in his career. Like, these are the spots you look for. You don't love Kyler as a favorite, but you do love him as a dog, especially when you're getting, you know, over the key numbers of three and four. So I think it's a good spot with how Houston looked last week, with how much kind of, you know, they're falling into like America's team. I feel like last year and still this year, it's the Lions on the NFC side. I think this year, the Houston Texans are starting to become that team. Like everybody loves Stroud. How can you not? The kid's phenomenal. But I'm going to take Arizona here, plus four and a half. Chelsea, I like them to win the game as well. I would take some of the money line at plus 185. By the book, it feels like it has to be the Cardinals here, getting the four and a half. It is a great sell-high spot on the Texans, who have been bad in this position. They have not covered as a favorite at all this season. They've been favorites three times this year and haven't covered in a single one. So I think you're right uh, when it comes to that play. If you want to watch it, it's a one Eastern kick in Houston. Pick six. Pick six. All right, so we've referenced it. You're looking for a team that's in a situation in which they usually excel. And that's why I'm taking the Cowboys laying a big number against the Carolina Panthers. I'm taking the Cowboys minus 10 and a half because the Cowboys are great as big favorites against bad teams. They had that one little slip up against the Arizona Cardinals. But that was back in September, and I almost like that they lost to a bad team, so they're not taking any game for granted. The Cowboys, as favorites this year, have been cash money. Six and one against the number as favorites, and they have already had five wins this season by 17-plus points. Meanwhile, the Panthers have been bad in just about every situation, one and eight straight up, and have only covered in two games this season. That was against the Bears. And the Texans, not exactly the cream of the crop, even though the Texans do look pretty good. Uh, And they only covered by the hook against the Bears. So I think the situation screams Cowboys here. I'm looking for a big win for Dim boys. Let's take the Cowboys minus 10 and a half. You are right about Dallas's big favorites. They normally beat up on the lesser teams. I do worry about them on the road, though, more so than at home. If this game was at home, I'd completely be with you on Dallas. 
But I just, I, I do think about that Arizona game and how they looked. And like you said, they're 6 and 1 ATS's favorites this year. So they've been very good in these spots. They do have the Thanksgiving game upcoming Thursday. So there is a short week. Is that kind of creeping into their minds a little bit? Carolina has once again gone back to Frank Reich as the play caller. It just feels like Reich knows his time is pretty much up. He's kind of going all in to try and save his job. So. Carolina, I, you know, I mean, 10 and a half is a lot of points. I would probably lean that way. I don't feel great about it. Adam Thielen, though, I would look at his props because Reich is calling plays again. Look at what Thielen did at the beginning of the season when he was the play caller. He was killing it. So I think he would be a guy I would target this week in that game as the Panthers and Dallas square off 1 p.m. Eastern time in Charlotte. Pick six. Pick six. Chelsea, I'm going to Sunday night football. Give me the Denver Broncos minus two and a half against the Minnesota Vikings. Three weeks ago, I think if you threw this game up on Sunday night football, people would rather put on the game show network. But now all of a sudden, we have a pretty good game. Minnesota has won five in a row. Justin Jefferson looks like he's going to be back. And then Denver, their last two wins have come against the Chiefs and at Buffalo. They're starting to play good football. You got to give Sean Payton a lot of credit for how Russell Wilson has looked this season. I mean, these two teams, you know, both of them, it looked like they were going to be big-time sellers at the trade deadline. Minnesota, it, it looked like maybe before Cousins got hurt, maybe we're going to sell him. Jefferson was hurt. And now they have the best story going in the league with Josh Dobbs and how awesome he has been. I'm not quite there, though, yet with Dobbs, and I don't know if this line should be as low as it is. Played against Atlanta, played against the Saints when Derek Carr is a favorite. We know how that normally goes. I think under the field goal here, still a good spot on the Broncos. You know, because the Josh Dobbs story is so good and people bet for what they want to root for, I think people are just taking the Vikings because they want to root for Josh Dobbs and they're forgetting how tough of a place Mile High is to win at, especially at night in that altitude so i'm gonna go with denver under the field goal i think it's a close game like minnesota in a teaser at plus eight and a half i think it's a good play i like the broncos this week though chelsea i think they win this game somewhere like 21 17. i think this is a tough one to handicap for me just because it looks like a sell high spot on both of these teams you know the broncos coming off back-to-back -back massive wins the vikings writing this feel-good story so i'd be with you especially if it's under a field goal uh, but I do think, you know, by the book, that was a tough one to decide for me. If you want to watch it, like PJ said, it is a Sunday night football matchup in Denver. Pick six. Pick six. All right, up next, another situational spot where a team really thrives. I'm taking the Chargers minus three on the road at Lambeau against the Packers because the Chargers have been wildly disappointing this year, but not when they've been favorites of three points or more. They're 3-0 against the number. So when they're supposed to win games, they're winning games. Maybe they're closer than people expected, but still, this line is sitting at three. And also, the narrative on the Chargers, I feel like maybe is a little unfair because look at their losses this season. They've lost to the Chiefs, Dolphins, Cowboys, Lions, and an overtime loss to the Titans. So just think about some of those losses and think about how close these losses were. 
only one of their losses this season has come by more than three points. If the pendulum swings the other way and they win some of those games, we would have a different perspective on this Chargers team. They still have a great quarterback. And looking at the Packers, this is a team that has lost by more than three points to far worse teams. Lost by more than three to the Vikings, Steelers, and Raiders. Not exactly a murderer's row. So I'll take the Chargers here. Great in this spot. I'll take them laying the three on the road at the Packers. Tricky game for me. I feel like getting the flat three is probably the play with the Chargers. If this went up to three and a half, I might even mm -hmm. lean towards the Packers just because, I, I mean, we know the Chargers, all they do is play one score games. And if you're going to give me a home underdog with the plus three and a half, even though Green Bay has been really bad this season, I uh, that would be the play. Maybe you look at like a Chargers first half, right? It just feels like Green Bay always gets off to a slow start every single game. Chargers are a team that you can't trust at all at the end. So maybe you bet LA first half and then you get out of Dodge and hope they cover that. But uh, Chelsea, I would probably lean your way at minus three as well as the Chargers look to get the win in Lambeau. That game 1 p.m. on Sunday. Big six. All right, Chelsea, I'm going to the NFC East. We kind of talked about this game at the beginning of the, of the earlier in the show. I like the Giants this week at plus nine and a half against the Commanders. I, I know it's ugly. I know Tommy DeVito is awful, but this is all about not trusting the Commanders to win by double digits when they are expected to do so. At the end of the day, this is a divisional game. These teams know each other well. The Giants have had Washington's number. They're 7-2-1 straight up in their last 10 matchups. So I like the Giants to muck this game up, keep it ugly. We've seen Washington as big favorites twice this season against the Bears on Thursday night. Lost that game. Arizona week one needed a fourth quarter comeback to, to complete it. I'm taking Washington as my survivor pick this week. I think they win the game, but I think it's going to be ugly, and I think the Giants keep it to one score. So I'm on the G-men this week. Ooh, threading the needle there. But two of your three yeah. picks were my first gut reaction picks because it has nothing to do with X's and O's. It's all about the market. The market could not be any lower on Washington, uh, excuse me, on the New York Giants right now. Everybody thinks they're trash, but do we really think that the Commanders deserve to lay almost 10 points in a divisional matchup? I think probably not. If you want to watch it, uh, it's a one Eastern kick from FedEx Field. Pick six. Pick six. Pick six. There we go. All right. To end things, how about let's root for a dumpster fire of a game between the Jets Oof. and the Bills. I'm taking an alternate total in this one under 41 for minus 145. I think those couple of points there to play with are maybe going to be the difference here. Uh, the total in this one, 39 and a half. We've seen a ton of money hitting the under here, and all the trends are pointing in this direction. Both these teams have been cash cows to the under. The Jets, six and three to the under behind that great defense. The Bills, seven and three to the under because of their offense. We know they just fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, out the door, and a lot of it feels like it's on the shoulders of Josh Allen, who I think might play a little bit more conservatively now that the narrative this entire week has been about his turnovers. Plus, if you're trying to right the ship on your offense, do you think it's going to be a good thing? Going against this Jets defense that's top 10 in most statistical categories. Then on the other side, you get Zach Wilson. 
it feels like an underplay. We have seen four straight matchups between these two teams hit the under. I don't think it's going to be much different come this Sunday. So let's go under 41 in the Jets and the Bills. So that's going to do it for our pick six plays. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.